Hey, it's Evan Madden coming to you from Maronic Public Radio. Our piece today comes from Izzy Ronan, one of our reporters, who did a show about the sport of rowing and gender equality. In a sport that many of our local high school students take part in, our men and women view the same in terms of endurance, challenge, and competitiveness. Izzy wanted to take a deeper look. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please make sure to hit the subscribe button. Hi, my name's Izzy Aronin, and you're listening to Mamaroneck Public Radio. When you think of professional sports, what's the first thing to come to mind? Chances are you thought of March Madness basketball or the NFL. Chances are you weren't thinking of the WNBA or the Women's Softball League. This tells us a lot about the culture of our society and the focus that places men's sports on a pedestal in comparison to women's athletics. The number of women competing in the Olympics has increased dramatically over the last 30 years. From 26.1% at Seoul in 1988 to a record 45.2% at Rio 2016. The Tokyo Olympics in 2020 are predicted to see a 48.8% gender balance, practically equal. This is a fair representation of the rest of the athletic world as well, with women reaching record levels of participation from the high school to elite levels. Yet, women's sports in the U.S. receive only 4% of sports media coverage. This is a blaring disparity and speaks greatly to the gender divide still existing in this country. Now let's take a closer look at a particular sport, rowing. The sport of rowing has grown so much in the past century, developing into a popular sport that is well known and still expanding in our country. The unique thing about rowing is that the growth is very much driven by the women in the sport. Since the introduction of Title IX in 1972, women's sports have been given equal financial opportunity to grow in comparison to men's sports at the college level which in turn leads to growth in all levels of the sport. Women's rowing was made an NCAA sport in 1977, while men's rowing is across the board not one. The total number of collegiate women's teams has increased from 98 to 146 teams since then, while men's rowing participation has remained stagnant. What this has done is created a powerhouse of women's rowing in the United States, with our women's national team remaining undefeated for the past 11 years, which is the second longest run for any national team, to the Soviet Union hockey team with a 13-year streak in the 1970s. That is a great accomplishment for both the rowing community as a whole and also women everywhere. So the question remains, what does women's rowing have that other women's sports don't? To investigate this, I went out and interviewed some strong women in the sport who have experienced this firsthand. Nura Hussein has rowed on the Division I college level at the University of Alabama and has coached on the high school girls level in both Florida and New York. I started rowing in college after being a track and field athlete for about nine years. Um, Post-college, I still row, but just for fun. Um, And now I coach high school girls. Um, I think that when I was in high school, I didn't even really know about rowing. Um, And that was just back in 2010, 2011. Um, So throughout my college seasons and then post-college, I've really seen um, a lot of growth in women's rowing. Um, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of of athletes now, even on the high school level and then the collegiate level. um, It's kind of incredible uh, the amount of women rowing and rowing on scholarship um, for college now. Um, so it's, it's grown a lot and it's awesome to see, uh, and then the post-college, uh, women's rowing, it's, it's still growing. It's getting bigger. Uh, A lot more women are committing to, uh, professional rowing. 
Um, it's still a tough journey, but you see a lot more people kind of going after that post-college. Um, I think that it's definitely started at the college level. Um, the Title IX really kind of opened the doors for um, women's sports and women's rowing. Um, it's really blown up. I think the high school level kids maybe see this as a way of getting into the school that they want or the scholarship that they might need to go to college. But um, with that kind of getting them in the door, it's awesome to see them grow to love the sport. And then, you know, scholarship aside, um, because not every uh, high school athlete gets a, gets a scholarship to college, but they're still pursuing it because they do fall in love with the sport. So um, it's awesome to see that. And then just word of mouth, I think more people doing rowing, more people talking about rowing. It's now being shown on TV and the Olympics, and it's just out there. And social media also plays a huge part in that now, too. The world is just really technology-driven, and it's everywhere, so it's cool to see. Uh, Title IX is really, really great for women's sports and equality and um, for every man that gets a scholarship has to have an equal scholarship for a woman. Um, and rowing is just a, a really big um, sport to do that with. And um, it's opened the doors for a lot of women to, to get into college and doing a sport and participating in Division One athletics or, you know, Ivy Leagues or whatever they may choose. Um, it's just great. It's really awesome. Um, it's fun to see. And it's fun to see rowing getting more and more competitive and faster and faster teams than before. So that's awesome. Women's rowing is a great example of a sport where every resource given has been fought for and put to good use. It shows that it's all about how we allocate our resources for sport. Women have shown time and time again that they are more than capable, and it is important to keep supporting women in sports to initiate even bigger societal shifts towards equality. I also had the opportunity to talk to a high school rower, Ashley Gianetti, who is being looked at by many coaches across the country to hopefully be recruited on scholarship to a top college team. As a woman in the sport, personally, I think rowing is very rewarding, and especially since it's one of those sports where you have to really work for everything that you get and really nothing gets handed to you. So it's really exciting to kind of like come to practice every day and work really hard. And as a woman, I think that that's something that will take me very far in life because unfortunately women have to really like work really hard to get just even equal with men based off of how unfair like some things are in this world. So having the sport, something that teaches me how to work hard is really something that is valued. I mean, Title IX is something that is really beneficial for women in sports, especially when thinking about scholarships and money, um, especially with some schools that have really big sports programs for men in football or basketball. For Duke, for example, that has a lot of money in their basketball program, it's really important for them to balance out that, men, uh, that money that they use for men's sports with money they use for women's sports, and rowing being one of the most popular women's sports gets a lot of benefits from that, so a lot of girls who are really working hard and like deserving of scholarships will be able to get those because of Title IX, otherwise they would have just been looked past. The simple answer to this question is more funding, which is true, as many universities with strong football or men's basketball teams fulfill the Title IX standards by placing money in women's rowing. The price of equality is well worth it, and by making changes such as Title IX in the NCAA, we can one day see a world where men and women's sports are held at equal level. Down the line, 
We all hope to see equal opportunity for all in sport and create a balanced system where hard work can pay off. This has been Izzy Aronin with Mamaroneck Public Radio. Thanks for listening. <laughs>